For our next story, we're keeping the conversation big, but this time we're pivoting over to the airline industry. So this story is meant to foster some discussion about um, how to formulate business practices moving forward in a post-pandemic world. And really, if we're being honest, in the United States, a continuous mid-pandemic world because we're seeing a uh, resurgence of cases. Uh, Things are definitely not going down. And because the economy is reopening, businesses are having to make major decisions on how much pressure do we have to put on our customers when the federal government and our state governments are, you know, uh, the state governments, it's not 100% across the board because different states are, you know, seeing different levels of cases, but relatively uh, uh, unresponsive from our leadership on what should we be doing to curb the spread of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So many big name airlines are now claiming that they're going to ban passengers moving forward if they don't wear face masks on their airplanes. This comes from airways like Alaska Airlines, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, Hawaiian Airlines, JetBlue Airways, Southwest Airlines, and United Airlines. Basically, the main uh, American, well, uh, obviously American Airlines, but the main like U.S.-based um, airlines are the ones that are making this claim. So it's not just small ones. It really is the infrastructure of our uh, air travel making these kinds of claims and the rules would be communicated apparently before flying uh, while boarding the flight and then during the flight and the airlines would each get to decide what the punishment would be or what the exemptions would be the punishments could be as serious as all your flying privileges are suspended for that airline Um, the exemptions could be as small as when you're eating and drinking it's fine you can take your mask off And these are coming in tandem with other cleaning and sanitization protocols that were added during the pandemic. And it's kind of part and parcel with the same uh, facility management uh, dilemma of, you know, how much pressure do we need to put on our customers and how much should we be demanding of them without turning them all away? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think airlines have, uh, you know, more infrastructure to work with here because of how uh, large they are. And, you know, if you're thinking about a small mom and pop retailer uh, or, you know, let's just say even like, I don't know, AutoZone, right? Like I'm just pulling a random company out of my butt here. But AutoZone is not the size or or does not have the same kind of embedded infrastructure in our economy that American Airlines or United has, right? If they make a policy where you can't walk into our store unless you're wearing a face mask, that could have actual repercussions on the longevity of their business. Uh, I mean, we see a lot of major retailers like Pier 1 Imports the other day. I was driving by their store. They're going 100% out of business. COVID annihilated them. Now, I, I doubt that that has anything to do with we told people to wear masks and they boycotted our stores. But, you know, depending on size, there's more of an actual response that uh, disgruntled customers that don't want to wear masks can have on your store. And your company, mm-hmm. an airline, I don't really think has that same fear because how else are you going to travel state to state? And uh, you know, people don't really want to drive from uh, New York to California, and it's not realistic to do that. And it's not really realistic to take a bus or a train. 
we don't have high speed rail. So the only way to do that is to take a plane. And if the plane says you got to wear a mask or you're not flying, then, you know, what are you going to do? Complain really loud and then post about it on Facebook? Like, no, eventually you're going to have to give in. And so I think the dynamic is a little different. I'm interested on what your thoughts are there. Uh, I'll give some more info and my own thoughts, but just on that basic approach to demanding customers wear masks on the plane, what do you think, Tyler? I think that this is a very good idea for airlines, mainly because it it is, I think throughout this entire thing, it, the, the most uh, maybe fundamentally confusing thing to me has been the idea that people cannot think beyond just how this affects them themselves, right? And, and not think about, you know, how this is also affecting other people. Like people that work for airlines, you know, need to have their job, need to be able to perform their job and, and need to be able to make money, right? The airlines have to stay open. So, okay, how do we do this safely? Well, we have to force people to wear masks because people need to be able to travel. Our workers need to be able to work, but everyone needs to be able to do it safely. But it feels like the people that have the biggest problem with this are the people that can't somehow work out that it's not necessarily about you. Like, I, I understand that you might think that, oh, I'm young, I'm healthy, that sort of thing. I don't need to wear a mask. You know, I'm, I'm going to be fine if I get it. it. It is quite literally not about you, 25-year-old, who is not concerned about it and is going to go out and do whatever you want anyways. It is very fundamentally about the rest of society and the fact that we as a country have done a terrible job of curbing this whatsoever, and we're seeing spikes again in different areas because we reopened too soon, we didn't take guidelines seriously, and that sort of thing. And the U.S. has been uh, an example of what not to do during this entire pandemic. And so I think that when you look at what airlines are trying to do, they're saying that fundamentally, like, we have to be able to do business, but also we have to be able to keep people safe. And so to me, this is protection for them, uh, protection for their employees. I think it's a necessary step um, in in the, the idea of, okay, we, we have to have these businesses. We have to have airlines because you're right. The alternatives aren't always great, but if we're going to have these things, we have to be able to utilize them responsibly. And so I'm, I'm very hopeful that there is not any opposition to the idea that if you're going to fly, you have to wear a mask. I would agree. I definitely don't think that it is a like an out of the ordinary ask or something that is going to be like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it really deserves any major scorn as like, wow, how dare you demand this of me as a flyer? But because, you know, it's going to get that kind of score. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry. I definitely know it's going to be getting that kind of score. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like, uh, to some degree it's frustrating and, you know, there might be people listening to this right now that would say, yeah, I don't really want an airline telling me what to wear um, and, you know, how to fly. Uh, you know, I, I think there's there's a lot of like technical or scientific reasons why it would make sense, including that you're sharing recycled air on that flight mm -hmm. uh, for potentially hours. And that could be a huge breeding ground for COVID to spread. Um, but... You know, I do think there's another dynamic to be added here, and that is the relationship between this response and the federal government. And though I don't think a lot of the detractors who would complain about this are really linking that back to then 
oh, and the government is is not doing enough, and we demand more of the government. It, it you know, from what I've seen, it's been more of a, a passe. We just don't want to have to wear masks or be told by any major entity how to operate in our day-to-day life, yeah, right? Yeah, this infringes on my rights. Correct. <laughs> but the the dynamic between the airlines and the government, I think, is one that should be impact. And, you know, the responsibility doesn't just fall on the airlines to some degree. So I want to give two more little nuggets here I think could inform our conversation. So one, um, calls from the trade groups have been in support of these policies. Uh, so like the big ones, like the Association of Flight Attendant uh, CWA, uh, they have come out in support of this, but they're also demanding the government do more because they're saying the airlines can't enforce this a, like just as well, like they just can't do it in the same way that the government can. And B, um, they just don't have the, uh, the power to, you know, let's say everyone on a flight decided not to wear a mask. What are they going to do? Tell all of them that they can no longer ever fly on their flight. What Mm -hmm. if everyone did that? Then ever allowed to fly on their flights it's you know it's a bit of a tricky situation to balance sarah nelson the president of that association of flight attendants cwa she said masks are essential to keep passengers flight attendants and frontline aviation workers safe during the coronavirus pandemic it is also essential to rebuild confidence in air travel the federal government has completely abdicated its responsibility to keep the flying public and aviation workers safe during covid19 Today's action by Airlines for America members is important, but the industry alone cannot fix this. We once again call on the federal government to mandate masks for passengers and frontline workers and implement broader action on COVID-19 safety measures in aviation. So uh, the industry is definitely calling for this, but they're also highlighting that, look, we can't really do much without the federal government also stepping in and being more direct. Um, Add on top of that, that uh, you know the airlines did get a huge bill, you know, multi-billion-dollar bailout during COVID, uh, and they received a lot of criticism for that um, because many of them were funneling money back into stock buybacks and were really not prepared to uh, handle anything like this. And then you know came to the government saying, "Please, please, please help us." Uh, that obviously came under a lot of scorn. So there is a dynamic here where it's like, okay, well, first you put yourselves in a terrible financial situation uh, through your own business practices. Government had to bail you out. Um, now the government is stepping away from COVID-19, uh, just sort of kind of broad responsibilities. And now it's falling back on the airlines to decide, okay, what do we do about this for health and safety reasons? So it's like on some fronts, there is criticism worthy of how the airlines have handled the situation. On some other fronts, they can be applauded or commended for the kind of action or initiative they're taking uh, for public health and safety. So once again, this is not really a super black and white issue. Basically, all parties have some fault in the current situation that we're in. Uh, But at the end of the day, I think I do have to agree that while I give them props, there's not much that these airlines can do long term without the federal government mandating more strictly that people wear these masks as well. Uh, so we're in a, a sticky situation with this one for sure. Absolutely. I 100% agree. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app 
or marketscale.com/industries.